Welcome to the MLMSuccess.com podcast, the show designed to return the network marketing industry to its roots of personal growth, leadership development, and wisdom of the ages success principles. We share with you real success stories from real people that we hope will inspire and encourage you personally and help you progress forward in your business and your life. We believe if you build people, people will build the business. Now here is your host who has been called the number one mind in network marketing, the MLM Profit, Network Marketing Virtual Mentor, and a host of other names that we will not mention because this is a family show. Frankly, he's just a small town guy that figured out that the real product in network marketing is people. Dale Calvert. Merry, Merry Christmas. I'd like to welcome you to session 112 of the MLM Success Podcast. This is Dale Calvert. I appreciate you being with me. Uh, This podcast is scheduled to be released on Christmas Day 2018, but I hope that the information, the ideas, concepts we're going to share will be valuable to you no matter when you're listening. Uh, I am going to share one of the most powerful quotes I've heard this year later on in the podcast. I'm sure you'll hear it many more times uh, as we continue on because it really impacted me, and I'm excited to share it with you. You know, years ago, we had a team member Uh, Sean Whelan, who drove a big red Suburban. And on both sides, he had magnetic signs that said something like, uh, I don't remember the exact thing he said, but it was something like, I live Christmas every day. Find out how, phone, and had his number. And I recently had the opportunity to spend some time with him. And he said the Suburban finally died after it had over 300,000 miles on it. But I was thinking about that and and just the attitude that people have as far as communicating with people around them, uh, the the depth. Many times the Christmas holidays uh, give us as families. And uh, I just thought I would take some time in this podcast and just share the concept, the idea that why not live Christmas every day? You know, at the time of this recording, uh, I got back from Kentucky a few hours ago. Uh, Don and I were there for a week. Uh, we had the opportunity to spend a lot of quality time with family. I got to see my granddaughter play basketball and lead her team to victory. So proud of her chapel. Uh, I got to spend a lot of good time with my daughters uh, tremendous amount of time with my parents. My dad and I went to a couple of uh, high school basketball games. Scott County uh, is rated number one in the state of Kentucky. That's the Georgetown, Kentucky team, Scott County. They they play awesome together. Uh, great team. They're so fun to watch. Uh, how they work together. Most of them are all seniors. They've been playing with each other for many years, and they just they're a well functioning machine and they're awesome so uh, we spent a lot of great time uh, the past week and then Friday night we had uh, our Christmas celebration for our family and we have some rituals and things that we do that just mean a lot uh, to all of us so we were there with everybody everybody was there all the son-in-laws and grandkids 
some of you know we have four grandkids, Chapel, which I talk about quite often in this podcast, my first, my granddaughter, and then we have uh, Trust, who will never walk or talk, uh, special needs that gives us a ton of joy, and then I have two adopted grandsons, uh, Jude Daniel and Tice, who are just unique, unique human beings, and it, it was just a great, great time. Uh, great time uh, it and you know what we do on Friday one of the things that we do and this might be valuable this might be something that you want to consider uh, making a family tradition but we go through our whole process ceremony for lack of a better term uh, every year you know we read uh uh, a, a poem that my grandmother wrote years ago. Uh, Welcome home, my my children. And uh, she read it one time. We got a copy, and we continued to read that every year. Of course, she's passed several years ago. Uh, one thing that we do that I wanted to share with you guys is we all have like candles. Mom passes around this tin, and everybody gets out a candle, and then. We light it, and the person who has the lit candle will share with everyone something they're thankful for for this past year, and then something that they need guidance and direction with in the coming years so everybody else in the family can remember them and their thoughts and prayers on any challenges or something that's coming up. You know, over the years, it's been promotions in corporate America were coming up, and there's been uh, some health issues and just different things. And then that person lights the next person's candle, and and it just goes all the way around the room, and then it ends usually with our my mom and dad. And it's been something that's always been very special and sacred, and uh, something that we do, do as a family. And I said all that just to say this, and I told Don when we were driving home last night, so what we did Friday, we had Christmas at Mom's after spending a week there, and then I decided to stay one more day because I didn't want to possibly get in traffic or something and miss Kentucky, North Carolina, uh, that basketball game, so we stayed and watched it at my parents, and then, you know, we just drove through the night to get back home and uh, of course Kentucky did win they looked phenomenal Uh, they all again Kentucky plays for March they got a great coach he knows what he's doing and he knows it's about getting ready for tournament time but regardless um, you know so so tomorrow Taylor and Tory will come in from, they've got time off their their jobs. Uh, Tor will come in from Nashville. Taylor will come. They'll spend Christmas Eve with us. Christmas Day, we'll go to Dawn's parents, all of her sisters. She's got five sisters, all the grandkids, the brothers-in-laws, and it'll be phenomenal. It'll be great. And uh, that's our, kind of our Christmas is is really focused in on family and appreciation of each other. Uh, But I told Dawn this morning, I said, you know what? Last week was just phenomenal. 
And if someone had said, Dale, we'll give you a million dollars. Just don't go to Kentucky this year. No way. No way would I miss that. There's, I mean, it wouldn't even be debatable. I wouldn't even have to, Dale, here's a million dollars cash right on the table. Just don't go to Kentucky this year. No. Well, they'll go to Kentucky and don't, but you can go to Kentucky, but you got to miss your granddaughter's basketball game. Absolutely not. Dale will give you $2 million, but, but when your family does the candle, the candle process that we do every year, you have to leave and then you can come back when it's over. No way. So again, guys, I, you can live Christmas every day. And I think a lot of it just comes from a, a spirit of appreciation. Uh, I sincerely hope that that you have and have and are having a fabulous Christmas this year. And I understand that we have listeners around the world that celebrate different holidays and people in the United States as well, Canada, all over the world that celebrate Hanukkah or different holidays. And then I know that there's some that don't celebrate anything during this time of the year. And I'm also aware that for some people, this is statistically, it tells us that it's very depressing. Christmas is a very depressing time of the year for many. Uh, maybe uh, it's the first year without a loved one who's passed on. I mean, there's a lot of different reasons. Uh, the financial stress that some people feel and, and so on and so forth. And I can remember earlier this month, I don't know how I saw it, but it was some teenage girl in a restaurant, and the restaurant had this whole Christmas scene set up. I knew what it was because Dawn's into all this, but it's called Department 56, so they have like villages with with different businesses and people skating, and, and it's just old-time village with people, and it's a display, and this girl was filming this live and I just remembered I unfollowed her. I don't know how who she was or how I, I ever followed her to begin with. I think she might have been one of our customers at one point. And she was sitting there just knocking over the displays at this restaurant, just mouthing off about how she hated Christmas. And I felt so sorry for that young lady. I, I sincerely did. It's like what circumstances in her life could lead her to this point? And again, guys, being thankful, being thankful, period, is real important. And then coming back uh, last night, you know, I'm, I'm driving in the middle of the night. I couldn't believe the traffic at midnight, one o'clock in the morning, but you know, I'm listening to several different podcasts as we're in Dawn sleeping and, and uh, you know, I'm driving back and I heard one from Jensen Franklin, who I listen to quite often. I'm going to share the, the link actually in the show notes below. Uh, so if you go to mlmsuccess.com or if you're looking on your uh, your device, there should be a link. I'm going to share it. Uh, but it was intense. It was phenomenal. And he, he took the Cronwell uh, booklet that many of you probably heard called Acres of Diamonds. And he was talking about that. And if you haven't heard 
Acres of Diamonds or don't know anything about it, you definitely want to listen to that. It was phenomenal. It, it was a sermon, but it was based upon Cronwell's booklet. And, you know, but he made the statement. He said, you know what? Some of you are anxious and depressed and upset and whatever. He said, but there's somebody in intensive care right now that would trade places with you. There's, some, there's somebody in intensive care right now that would trade places with you. And, you know, over the last couple of weeks, I've communicated with a couple of friends that are really going through some very life-threatening health challenges. Guys I've known a long time, younger than me. And we all just need to stop and be thankful for family and health and friends and really live in that spirit of thankfulness every single day and sometimes we get so focused on what we want to accomplish and where we're going and how we're going to get there and so on and so forth and that's good there's nothing wrong with that but we've got to stop and and just be you know understand the gift that we have you know probably nobody listening to me hopefully is in intensive care you know that has you know six months or two years to live hopefully and, you know, a lot of times we get depressed about a lot of stuff that just doesn't matter. Depression cannot happen when you get your thoughts off yourself and on other people. Most depressed people are self-absorbed. Now, certainly not all. There's chemical reactions in the brain and there's different things that create depression. And I'm not trying to demean that at all. At all, there are mental factors, of course, but you and I both have people in our life that are constantly talking about what's not happening, what's not going on, how bad things are, who really just appear to live daily in a state of depression, and if not depression, negativity. And see, negativity is constant. It's always there. It takes effort to live Christmas every day. To be, it, it takes effort to have that mentality. But it's possible. It's possible. And it really is. Controlling your self-talk and your mindset really is, really is the secret to living Christmas every day and have that mentality. Because we all know growth in any area of life is not possible without challenges. You're going to have challenges. Uh, so live, learn, grow, and move forward. And when we don't grow, we tend to repeat the same mistakes over and over and over. You see it in other people that you know. You know, bad relationship, bad relationship, bad relationship. Uh loss of license. I mean, we could go on and on and on and on and on and talk about it, but sometimes we don't see it in ourselves, uh, And especially within business, you know, within business, you know, being able to not make the same mistake over and over and over is very valuable. You know, as I've said many times, you've heard on this podcast, most people that have 15 years experience in network marketing got one bad year our mediocre year repeated 15 times. So a wise person learns from their own mistakes. A really wise person learns from the mistakes of others. Jim Rohn taught us that the real challenge 
is to learn how to combine ambition with thankfulness. Some people, they're so ambitious that they can never fulfill that ambition because it's not tempered with thankfulness. You know, the reality is 70% of the world live in poverty. 70%. I don't know how many of you may have seen that marbles video. Uh, I put it at, it's at Dale Calvert. It's at facebook.com forward slash Dale Calvert page. That's our business page. I hope most of you are plugged in there because we do a lot of different things there that we'll never mention on the podcast. But, you know, the reality is if you're listening to this podcast and the odds are you're, you live in a society that offers some form of free enterprise. And the question I hope and I believe that you are participating in that, in that free enterprise at the highest level you possibly can, that you embrace the fact that you have the opportunity to start a business, to fail, and to keep on trying, to keep learning and growing and developing the skill sets and the mindsets that ultimately lead to success. Again, I've said many times network marketing is very challenging because we cannot hire and fire people. We're building a volunteer army, a volunteer army. It's it's much easier to build a business if you have the finances, the funding, and the ability to hire and fire people. Much easier. Not 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 with this business model. It's a totally different game. And to treat it like it's a traditional business is a mistake. Most Americans have financial stress uh, because they just live too far above their income. They don't they don't spend money on and invest money on things that will help them grow personally, learn and become better in life. They tend to spend money on the latest Madison Avenue fashions, uh, you know, different trinkets, you know, home shopping network trinkets and other dumb stuff. And 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 we wonder why, you know, our, our brakes are going out. We can't replace them. So we, we're not conscious enough of where we spend our money. Uh, and a lot of times people get caught working a, a job that really makes no sense. But t- by the time they pay daycare and, and wear and tear on their car and clothing and meals, they're working for pennies to try to pay for the dumb stuff that they didn't really need anyway. Most people are in debt because they buy stupid stuff trying to impress people that they really don't like anyway. You know, when Don and I got married, I, I tried to make it as clear as possible that I only spend money on two things, personal development, and that's in seven key areas of life. Some of you have heard me talk about the wheel of life and memories. That's it. Personal development, memories. And I know so many things, well, Dale, you drive a, you drive a Porsche, you know, and, and I, you know, I don't owe this to you, but the reality is when I was 16 years old, I totaled a car that I owed a lot of money on at the bank. Uh, I sold it to the junkyard for $180. Somebody bought it. They said it was, it was totaled. Somebody else bought it, fixed it up and 
throughout my high school career, I got to watch this guy drive my car around. And it made an impression on me. It's one of those never again things. In 1973, we were on our way to Florida. And I remember we stayed, I don't know, somewhere, maybe Valdosta, Georgia or somewhere. And I walked out early in the morning. I was, we were on the top floor of uh, the hotel, as you know, where the entrance, you go right in and out. It was on a porch. And I looked down and I saw a 1973 Datsun 240Z. It was actually, yeah, it was 240 then. And I said, one day, that's my car. And I've had this thing about cars, not because I even know anything about cars. I don't know anything about cars other than how they look. But that's my thing. That's, that is my, that, I don't call it crutch, but that's my, that's my one thing that I say never again. I'm going to drive something that I enjoy driving. And some of you know, later on, I did buy a 78 Datsun 280Z. And over my life, I've owned Vipers and Jaguars and Mercedes and a lot of different automobiles. And quite frankly, this my car now is my favorite car I've ever driven. But I drive it for me, not for you. I drive it for me, not for you. I don't care what you think about what I drive or don't drive. And I really know. And I know. And, and again, uh, driving sports cars convertibles my whole life, it's like there's a lot of rage towards that. I mean, I can get a Toyota Camry and I wouldn't have the rage. I mean, people, I mean, I, as soon as I got my Mercedes, hadn't had it hardly any time at all. And I walk out and somebody's keyed the whole side. You know, what is that? I feel sorry for people like that, you know, because because somebody's driving a nice car does not mean you don't have the ability to. It's a choice. It, it's 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 a victim mentality where they can and I can't. Well, why can't you? Because you don't think you can. That's the only reason. You know, and there was a time in my life when when I wore fancy jewelry. But what people don't understand is there was always a memory attached to it. You know, some of you have seen videos where I'm wearing a diamond bracelet. Uh, and that was bought from the small inheritance that I received when my granddad passed away. And every time I wore that, it was really a tribute to him. And people, you know, well, he's, you know, he thinks he's got this diamond bracelet and blah, blah. But see, I don't care about that. And I'm only sharing this to tell you. You shouldn't either. You shouldn't either. However, if you're buying stupid stuff to impress people that you don't like anyway, then you really need to get control of that as well. So there's, a, you know, I retired my Rolex, you know, and really today I'm anti-watch. I'm anti-watch. You know, what Mark Cuban says, you know, somebody, some people wear a watch. So, uh, so other people notice, and then some of us don't need to wear watches. And, you know, it, it's just fascinating to me that, you know, the iPhone eliminated the need for a watch. You know, so they, 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 everybody quit wearing watches because we have the time right on our phone. And then they come out with a smartwatch or whatever. And now everybody's got to have the watch again. It's just the manipulation of the masses. It's fascinating to me. But anyway, guys, as you move into next year, 
it's really my hope that you'll do your best to, as Jim Rohn said, combine ambition and thankfulness. Uh, this mentality will serve you well. Yes, there's going to be challenges. Yes, there's things going to happen that you have absolutely no control over in business, in family, in life. But the secret is to focus on what you can control. What can you do to grow in the seven key areas of life? What can you control? And don't worry about that, what you can't. And I'll mention the seven key areas again, mental, family, financial, career, spiritual, social, and physical. What can you control in those areas? Because those are really important. You know, I've had many conversations with people over the past couple months, as I've said, about health. And I realize that I've got to grow in that area. Uh, I eat whatever I feel like eating. I never pay any attention to any of it. Uh, there was a time in my life when I got on a treadmill for 30 minutes to one hour every single day, but I also had a, a TV and a VHS player where I could watch Art Williams, W. Clement Stone. I had videos from some of the the top personal development teachers that have ever walked the planet. Uh, you know, I had the great Glenn Turner and his story, and I watched that multiple times. So I felt like, I'm, yeah, I'm exercising, I'm walking, but I'm also feeding my brain. And there's a lot of people that are really into business, and they neglect the other aspects of their life. And the key is really trying your best to live a balanced life. And see, knowing knowing that uh, knowledge without action leads to self-delusion. And then there's some people that are so into physical fitness that they neglect every other part of their life. You know, they've got muscles everywhere except in their brain. Not literally, but you know what I'm saying. You know, their financial life's a mess. Their career's a mess. Their family's a mess. Spiritual life, social life, everything's a mess. But, they, but man, they know how to work out. So, again, it's all about balance. And, uh, I'm, you know, I'm talking to myself as I'm sharing this. Um, you know, I, I, from a health standpoint, you know, I've always believed that health starts with you know, good supplementation. I take currently right now 41 different supplements a day, every single day and half for years. You know, when Donna and I first met, she thought I was crazy because she'd never even taken a multivitamin. And she's watching me just, you know, because I take C and B and calcium, magnesium and alfalfa. And, and then I have about 25 mainstays. And then I would mix in a CoQ10 or a pycnogenol or a shark cartilage or whatever is the trendy, you know, vitamin of the day, taking handfuls and crossing my fingers, hoping they were making a difference. You know, and I look at my parents who are both in really, really good health and they've been taking nutritional products, you know, ever since I started years ago, when we started with Shackley Corporation. We got some education on nutrition and soil depletion and, you know, we did that. And the quote that I heard in the last couple, three days, I wish I knew who said it, but I listen to so much, I don't always compliment, com, 
I don't always attach where I hear things, but it was powerful, very powerful, very powerful. And I hope this will stick with you. He said, the person with good health has many dreams. The person with bad health has only one. Let me say that again. The person with good health has many dreams. The person with bad health has only one. And that really shook me. It really did. Uh, and, you know, we've got some exciting things that we've discovered uh, regarding health and wealth and nutrition and supplementation. I'll mention it one time here. You'll never probably hear me talk about this ever again. I hope you'll remember the quote. The person with good health has many dreams. The person with bad health has only one. And again, from someone that's taken supplements all my life and crossed my fingers and hoped that they were doing something, and I know, I know they have, but uh, some new technology that we've just become aware of and very excited about. You can check it out if you want. Uh, DaleCalvert.com forward slash DNA. DaleCalvert.com forward slash DNA. So, again, if you want to make certain that next Christmas is one of the best in your life, it's all in your hands. It's really all in your mindset. It's in your mindset. It's controlling your self-talk. It's being thankful and ambitious and taking advantage of the free enterprise system and don't take it for granted and participating in it at the highest level that you possibly can. You know, most people really need help reprogramming their minds with positive expectation, ambitious and thankfulness. Uh, you know, but and what happens is people get down, go down these roads of funnels and hacks and bots and all this other stuff. And they don't realize that until you get your mind right, until you get on your own team, until you remove limiting beliefs, whatever you accomplish is going to be limited. You know, and a lot of people really need help. In this area, you know, there's very few people on the planet. Now, there's a lot that I've worked with that I personally work with because I've been teaching this forever that have consciously daily programmed their mind for success. If I ask most people, have you ever programmed your mind? What? What are you talking about? That's out on the limb stuff. That's not normal. What do you mean program? I'm saying that you're getting programmed every day. Either you're doing it consciously or Madison Avenue and advertisers and everybody around you on social media is doing it subconsciously. It's your choice. Uh, I can help you. I'd love to spend the next 12 months with you in our private programming your mind for success Facebook group. Uh, you know, it's entrepreneurs from all over the world that want to live Christmas every day. And they understand that to live that way, it's got to be created in their minds first. Probably most of you have already seen my workshop. I release it every December once a year. If you haven't, you know, you only got a couple more days and we shut it down at the end of the year. But you can go check it out. HTTPS semicolon forward slash forward slash tinyurl.com forward slash PYM. That's all lowercase. PYM for programming your mind. PYM 2018. And you can go check that out if you want to, if you have some time over the holidays. 
uh, I just want you guys to know that I absolutely believe in you, your upside potential, what you can do. I know many of you listen to this. You've accomplished so much in your life, and I believe that's you know life is to be lit is to be lived, working towards worthy goals. After you reach those goals, you're no longer a success unless you set new ones. Live your life working towards worthy dreams. Live in a state of happiness to the very best of your ability. Live Christmas every single day. Uh, I hope 2018 will be a year where you say, you know what? Uh, I, I made some, some decisions and I know how to reprogram myself in all aspects of my life. I know what it's going to take for me to uh, have closer relationships with my family and to uh, focus on my physical health and my mental well-being and uh, the people that are in my life socially, uh, spiritually, my career, my finances. And I'm just going to make the decision to not be one of the sheep that just let lets daily drama dictate their thoughts and what's going on in their life and to control their thoughts in their life and to work towards worthy goals in all seven aspects of life and live Christmas every single day. And in 2018, that's sincerely my hope and prayer for you. Don, myself, all of our staff at Calvert Marketing Group, want to thank you guys, the loyal podcast listeners, those of you that share different episodes with people on your team, and support us in our efforts and what we're doing to support you guys. We appreciate you more than we can even ever begin to explain. You just don't know how much we appreciate you. We depend upon you. We depend upon your feedback. It helps us more than you can than you can realize. And our hope and prayer for you is in 2018, you wake up with a mentality of living an awesome day every day. Live Christmas every day. This is Dale Calvert. And I'll talk to you next year. Merry Christmas, guys. If you haven't gone over to iTunes yet and rated and left this podcast a review, what are you waiting for? At Calvert Marketing Group, we want to spend our time on the projects that we know are providing the most value for our clients and customers. You leaving us a review and feedback on iTunes is something that helps us more than you realize. And more importantly, it helps others like you find us. So if you've not taken the time to rate this podcast, please go over to iTunes and do that for us now. It will only take a couple of minutes out of your busy schedule. Work harder on yourself than you do on your business, and we will be back next week with another inspiring success story, wisdom of the ages training, or answers to your questions.